Hello, everyone, and welcome back into the TNT Podcast. I'm your host, Ted. And I'm Tim. And today, yes, we do sound a little different today. As Tim, you want to explain? Yes, so for this episode, we do have to record remotely. My dad's boss tested positive, and they were with each other a lot, obviously. So just, obviously, I'm with my dad a lot, so I have an abundance of caution. We're just going to do this, hopefully just for this week. I'll keep you guys updated on Twitter at TNT underscore pod. I'll keep you guys updated. And like I said, hopefully it's just for this episode. And we'll be back to the normal recording environment. So it'll sound better for you guys. So anyway, this week, obviously, we will be talking about the final presidential debate. So before we get into that. We also want to say this will be our final episode, full episode on the election. We may do another bonus episode, but as far as full length episode, this will be the last one. Guess we'll just start off with, like we usually do with these debate episodes, we'll just go point by point, topic by topic, and say their points, and we'll give our feedback, our thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first, obviously with everyone, it's fitting coronavirus. Um, so if you, you want to start with your take on their view. So before we, before I get into that, I wanted to say this debate was more like a debate than the first one. Agreed. Obviously the second one was canceled due to Trump getting COVID. Uh, so third one was, it was good for the most part. So to start off with COVID, um, so Trump obviously said that he wanted, you know, there's going to be a vaccine coming out in the next couple of weeks or so. There's no guarantee as of when. Yeah, but- he said, oh, within a few weeks, we'll have the vaccine. And the moderator was like, can you get, can you guarantee that? And he was like, no, of course I can't guarantee it. But he's hoping, I guess, by the end of the year to have one made and then to put into mass production yes so that's that's the that was his basically his whole thing was it was it's going to be out by the end of this this year yeah Uh, just a vaccine coming out doesn't really mean anything it's like oh great they have a vaccine but then it's yeah then you know there's over 300 million people in the country. There's people who don't believe in vaccines. How is that going to work? Yeah. So it's really got to think of that. I mean, I don't know how they're going to try to make it mandatory. I don't know. I I don't know if that's even going to happen because people are, are, a lot of people are opposed to taking it. I think it was over. I I forgot the the percentage. I know it was over 50%. I don't know if it's that high, but. It was a good amount of people. Um, yeah, there there is a good it. amount of people that don't believe in that, or they just don't simply just don't want it. Yeah, well, I agree with what Kamala Harris said in that debate that you know if the scientists are saying take it, I trust that over Trump saying, "Oh, it's good, take it." You know, I'll agree with that point. Right. But, um, yeah, then Joe Biden countered that with saying, you know, the leading scientists are saying that it's not going to really going to be until next year, which like we just said, even if they say this vaccine works, we're good, then they still need to 
make, distribute, and actually vaccinate people before anything. Yeah. So it's where this, the whole mask, social distancing, that's all going to go probably through all next year. That that's I'm no expert, of course, but that that's just what I think there. Um, any more points? That uh, you, no, you basically basically hit home the points. It was, they were pretty summed up on their viewpoints on COVID. Yeah. The next topic was national security. Um, they went kind of went back and forth since it's been proven Russia again is trying to meddle in our election. Um, just like 2016. So Joe Biden was saying, you know, countries that interfere with our democracy, they will pay the price. What that price is, we don't know. Whether it's sanctions, who knows? Yeah. Um, you know, Trump's saying, oh yeah, these countries are interfering, but they want him to lose. Uh, then they started talking about his tax returns, which, you know, we talked about it earlier today. Yeah, that. It's, uh, it was a big thing last night on Biden's end where they wanted to want him to say, show it. Basically, that's what. And his excuse, just like four years ago, is I'm under audit, which I'm pretty sure they've people have come out and said that you can still release them. Mm hmm. Again, we're no experts here. We don't know no. everything. Yeah, we don't know if that's true or not. But we'll say this, though. Obviously, he wants him to take it out. Obviously, you know, he paid $750 tax on his returns or whatnot. Yeah, which he uh, says taxes. he prepaid for his federal taxes. That's why he didn't owe. That's why he only owed that much. Again, who knows, but... <laughs> Um, then they went on, they talked a little about North Korea. So obviously it came out, they have a new missile that can very, very much reach us. <laughs> yeah. So he brought up the point that during the Obama administration, that there was no meetings with North Korea or anything like that. Whereas under Trump, you know, they met three times, even though discussions fell apart about denuclearization. But he's... Trump says he's a great relationship with Kim Jong-un. Yeah, I mean, I know back in like 2013, 2014, it wasn't looking good. No, it was, was looking like we were going to be in a full war. Yeah. And Obama wasn't really you know, messed down in talks with him. So I don't know what, what happened between those two. But then obviously Trump kind of broke the ice between between us and North Korea. And then... You know, Biden, which caught my eye last night, he called Kim Jong-un a thug. I don't know if you caught that. No, yeah, I remember that. He called him a thug, and I was like, man, that's a strong word there, Joe. Strong word to describe someone like that, but... See, uh, I, I get where he'd be coming from, though, because Kim Jong-un's a ruthless dictator. Oh, yeah. You, you, don't, mean, you don't want him is. as a friend, per se. <laughs> like... No, I know, but you'd rather be good terms on good terms with someone well, like yeah, that, you of know. Course. Obviously you don't want to be friends with them, but it's just like, you know, it's like uh a person, for example, like you don't get along with, but you want to be on good terms. Yeah. You'd rather look at it that way than saying, Oh, we should be friends with them. No, just be on good terms. If you're on good terms and uh should be okay. Yeah, and Joe even said that, you know, 
if he was to win the election, you know, he was asked, would you be willing to meet with uh, Kim Jong-un? He said, he said no, right? I thought he said yes. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure he said yes, as long as they were, you know, basically going to talk about denuclearizing the yeah. whole peninsula. Well, he, well, the thing is, though, I think he said no, unless it's about well, that. That's, yeah. Basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Basically the same thing. I'm just saying he, he would not meet him unless it was something like that. Yeah. Then he would. Um, then they also talked a lot about health care and that, you know, Joe Biden's end of it is he's for the most part going to keep Obamacare. He just wants to add a public option. So not a hundred percent like they have in Europe, like socialized medicine, but just a public option. If you know, you're unable to afford any of the plans that are on Obamacare, then you could go for this option. Basically. It's not going to take away anyone's insurance. If you like your insurance, you don't have to change. You don't have to take this public option. It's just there for people if they can't afford something right. else. Um, yeah, that made that point. You know, Trump says he wants to replace Obamacare, just like he said in 2016. Um, he said he will still protect people with uh, pre-existing conditions. You know, now with uh, Supreme Court, it's looking like they're going, they could very well could get rid of Obamacare. And I think the statistic they use thing would be like 20 million people would lose their insurance. Mm-hmm. So unless they have something to replace it, I don't know if that would be a good idea at all. Yeah. They, they got to have something with the, you know, to make sure these people are covered though. If you get rid of it, there's got to be some sort of backup plan to yep. have Can't just get rid of it and then say, okay, there yeah. we go. Got rid of another thing Obama did. That seems to be what Trump loves to do. He obviously wasn't the biggest fan of him, but, you know, I think what he should do is even if he gets rid of it, he has to have a backup plan to it. Because if you don't have a plan, you're screwing up 20 million people. And that's yep. not good. <laughs> so. No, sir. If he wants to execute it, he just has to have some sort of backup plan where he has it all set up. Where it's yeah, something concrete set up before you get rid of guidelines something in place. of how yeah or guidelines of a replacement. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, then they went into a a little about immigration. There wasn't too much that they really said, um, other than you know there's still I think it was 500 or so kids that are still in custody where they can't find their parents since you know under the Trump administration they were separating child from parents mm. so obviously they reversed that policy but now they can't find the parents of all these kids right which is horrible yeah it's not no bueno no but like i said there wasn't too much on immigration um then they went on to say talk about race in america which obviously is a huge issue huge issue uh trump brought up his criminal justice reform and then, you know, Biden brought up this example, which I, I thought was a good example, that, you know, say you get pulled over, whereas us, you know, we are white, we don't have to worry as much, whereas he said, like, as black parents would have to tell their kids, make, you know, make sure you have your hands on the steering wheel, no sudden movements, you know, all that kind of thing. 
or he said, don't like wear a hoodie while crossing the street, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He called it as like the talk or something like that. It was along the lines of that wording. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's, we obviously don't know it too well. I mean, for me personally, I mean, you, you and I have both gotten pulled over multiple times. Um, I, I, first time I was really nervous. I mean, I didn't really know what to do. Oh, me too. (laughs) I was like, uh, like I kind of froze, but I never thought my life was in danger. No, no, no. I always was like, all right, as long as you, my, my thing with police is if you cooperate, if you cooperate and do what they say, it'll be fine. Even if you get a ticket, you're going to be fine. Kind of. Yeah. I wouldn't, the thing is though, it's like what I want to tell people is if, as long as you cooperate and you don't resist or don't talk back or think you're entitled to anything, just, just, just go with what they say and everything will be okay. Trust me. And if there's anyone, anyone that hasn't gotten pulled over yet uh, or hasn't encountered, hasn't had an encounter with police, just cooperate and everything will be okay. But um, the final topic, for the most part, that they brought up was climate change, of course. Yeah. Trump's saying that we have the lowest carbon emissions that we've had in around 30 years. Biden talked a little bit about his uh, plan there that he, you know, said again, he will not ban fracking. And that one thing which I thought was interesting, he wants to have like at least 50,000 electronic, what did I say like that? Electric car chargers, basically, charging stations mm. uh, throughout the highway system. I see. Which obviously the popularity of Tesla that keeps going up and up, you know, and competitors are also making yeah. their own versions. But yes, Tesla is obviously you know taking over the car industry as trying to save gas and go with electric. Uh, so I mean. Well, it's got it's you know evolutionizing the car industry as more are going to be going on electric than gas, which honestly could be a good thing. Saves gas a ton of it, you know. Could go to other things that are more important, you know. That's so, my dream car is a Tesla. So yeah, I've already exactly. said I, I want to have one by the end of twenty two or twenty three. That's that's yes. my hope. <laughs> so that's the that's the thing is if. I, I like that idea because this way, you know, if more people get Teslas, they have the opportunity. They wouldn't have to worry about where the next nearest charging station is, which could be 20, 50 miles down the road. Yeah, because that, that be is right one of the big problems with electric cars is, you know, those charging stations aren't too frequent. No. Like, there is, very one, there is one by us. It's not one of, like, the supercharger stations, so it's not going to charge... Very, very, very fast. Very fast, yeah. But, you know, there's... I told you a while ago, they they were planning... Before the virus, they were planning on putting one in our town. I know also, too, like, when you buy a Tesla or or lease it, I know they give you a charge... Like, they give you a charger, don't they? Or no? Well, you get a charger... So you can charge it normally, like, through your house. Mm -hmm. Um... You can buy something to have installed in your house that'll charge it faster, but you can straight up just like charge it normally. It'll okay. take a long time, like it'll take hours and hours. So that's like something you'd 
plug it in overnight kind of deal. Okay. So it's, you can still deal with it, but then it's if you're going on like a road trip, it's not, oh, cool, stop at, stop at the gas station. No, now you got to plan out where these charging stations are, or if you're going, you know, stopping at a hotel where you can plug it in, there's right. more more to so, do there than, you know, whereas regular car, you just go to the gas station. So do you know if, uh, if how much it is to charge it at these charging stations? Like, uh, what are the prices for that? That I don't know, actually. Yeah, because I'm curious because... Like, I, or even, even, I'm sure it has to... Like awesome. per charge or something. It has to be something like that. Because obviously it's not, you know, gallons per charge, you know, but it's going to be something probably like a full charge could be like, I don't know, 20 bucks. I don't know. Something, something along the lines. It could be even more. I don't know. But anyway, back to topic. So what um what other stuff? Do you have any other stuff to add on to there after the climate well, I change? Did, I found a little bit of a price for that. Um. It's around twenty five cents per kilowatt, so a full recharge of about two hundred and fifty miles of range costs approximately twenty two dollars. Okay, so, so it's a ra- basically around the price of a yeah tank of gas, ballpark. more or less. Um, um, that's so, pretty much it that I had on climate change. I don't know if you have anything else to add to uh, that. No, that pretty much was that. I know they kind of went back and forth about the the fracking. Yeah, that you know, Biden's saying now he doesn't, but Trump said he said he'd ban it in the past. I know Kamala Harris, she did say she's completely for banning it. Um whereas Biden said he would ban it on federal land. That mm-hmm. he Trump was taking his words out of context. Um that there, basically. Yeah. So debate as a whole, like you said in the beginning, it was a lot more civil than the last one. Yes. There was a yes. couple arguments per se, or they, they really didn't get to many topics. No, because they sure, were very focused on the topics at hand when they were being yeah. talked about. Like the moderator she kinda let them go at it. Like she wasn't too you know, she didn't try and yeah. stop them as much. Like they Honestly, just kept though, I going. liked how she did it. I liked how she did it. I, I kind of liked her. I think she was the best one out of the, the out of the VP and the first one. So I, I feel like she was did a really nice job moderating. Even Trump was like, "I thank you for dealing with this." Yeah, that I was like, "Oh, there you go." <laughs> yeah. But I, I just kind of wish she took control a little more. Hmm. And, you know, kind of kept them in line with the rules that they both agreed to so they could have gotten to more topics. I'm sure there were more questions and topics. I'm sure. I'm sure of that. But, like, you know, like I said in the beginning, it was just a lot smoother. It felt more like a debate than the first one. So that was a that was a plus. Yeah. So, yeah, there wasn't as much interrupting. There, It was only, like, a couple times. It wasn't yeah. not like you said, not nearly close to the first one. Oh no! Trump interrupted him. They kept a tally, and I believe it was about seventy-one times, or seventy-two, one around Jeez. there. Yeah, that was the first. Where he interrupted day. Biden. Yeah. So that was a big tally, and obviously, um, 
you know, as a whole for Trump's campaign, what they wanted him to do was let Biden speak more just just in case if he slips up. Yeah, which he, he really didn't. I mean, the man has a stutter. So you can't blame him too much there. But, I don't know. Debate as a whole, it was a lot, lot more informative. You can really see the difference between the two, if you couldn't already tell. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a lot more substance in this one, I feel. Yes, there was a lot more to it than the first one, obviously, as they were able to transition to topics at hand smoother. And it just just felt like it was more organized as well. It wasn't it wasn't so unorganized. Yeah, they did say with this one they were like gonna that. be muting each other's mics, which I did see ha- um not really see, but you could hear it a couple times. Like mm-hmm. Trump was finishing off his sentence and the last word was cut off because they muted him. Yeah. Um, it wasn't too much, though. I, they probably saved that in case they started interrupting each other. Then they were probably going to. Yeah. So I only noticed it a few times, which I think was good. I noticed uh, Joe's iconic smile whenever Trump says something. I, I actually, last night when I was watching it, a little fun thing. I know I'm going a little off topic here. Uh, it was funny because Trump said something. I'm like, I'm like, watch Joe Biden's gonna get his big smile on. And I, as soon as I said that, he smiled. I was like, yep, there it is. <laughs> whenever whenever <laughs> tr- Trump lies, then Biden just laughs at it. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I think he like shakes his head too with it. And then um, so one time he he was looking, and his eyes just went like this. And I was like, man, did he realize where he was at? <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, okay, you gotta admit. There's some one-liners that Trump has that are oh, we, so funny. We've already talked about it. Yes, <laughs> there was go one actually. Again. There was one that he said last night about the basement, where we talked about this. Where he was, where he was like, "Oh, you know, we can't keep this country shut down." I know you like to be in the basement, <laughs> and I was like, "You're one to talk, bunker man." Yeah, he was in. Yeah, exactly. He was in the bunker. So, <laughs> so. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. He threw that one-liner in there. I was laughing at that. But, uh, yeah, so our final th- – so bring it to our final thoughts. On the election. The election, which is uh, – since recording this on Friday, it'll be about, I think, less than 10 days now. Yeah. About 10 days, yeah, 10 days. So, like I said, we might do a bonus episode 10, 10, 11, maybe. 11 days. Okay. We might bring a like a bonus episode maybe before or after the election. We'll we'll see about that. But like I said, this will be the last main one. Alright, so I hope you guys enjoyed this election coverage. Cause obviously we're not really gonna have another main election for another four years. Make sure you guys go out and vote, regardless of who you're voting for, which party, which candidate. Just make sure you go out vote. Make your voice heard. That's that's all there is to that. I believe yeah. they have a website for IWillVote.com, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And many people have voted already. Yeah, uh, I think it was over big, 40 million people have already voted. Yeah. You know, so, us being in New Jersey. You said you got your mail-in ballot, right? Yes, I just got it last week. I still haven't uh, casted it yet, but I will, though, uh, next week. Yep, so I got mine all. All filled out, just need to go to the official box. I don't know really what they're calling it, but go to the box. Everyone in town? 
Yeah, behind uh, police station. Okay. Yeah, so we just have to go drop that off, and we'll be good. We'll All be right. good there. But. Yeah, so definitely, like Tim said, definitely make your voice be heard and cast your votes because a lot of people are going to be voting in this election. And like both candidates said, this is a very big election. <laughs> That's for sure. So uh, whoever wins, you know, hopefully they'll do the job for the next four years and um, you know get this country back on track from this COVID crisis world. One thing <laughs> that I right hope now. for regardless of who wins if biden wins fair and square i just hope trump will accept it and move on so he's said in the past oh we'll we'll take a look at it when it happens and we'll we'll see if i'll uh i'll concede so this country is all about the peaceful transfer of power there's not many other countries in the world that have that to where somebody else wins and the government they go shift it onto them Mm-hmm. You know, and same thing if Trump wins, you know, Biden has to concede. He can't just say, no, I'm not going to. Yeah. If it's the election is certified, that's that, you know, exactly. regardless, Trump, Biden, whoever wins. You know, we this country needs to bounce back from the coronavirus, whichever. Whoever's our next president, whether it's still Trump or is Biden. Hopefully they'll be able to get this under control, under control, especially once the vaccine is out, they'll be able to ramp up production of that. And yeah, and, you know, there's going to be there's a lot of companies right now that are in the works of, uh, you know, late stage, final stage trials. Trump mentioned Johnson and Johnson, Moderna Mm -hmm. Um, and also a lot of companies with treatments as well. Like you know, mm-hmm. we follow them, Ampio Pharmaceuticals, um, European ones as well. Yeah, they've been working on that, especially uh, Oxford University. They've been doing really well with that. I know they had a little bit of a minor setback not too long ago, but they're they're back on track now. So, uh, so fingers crossed, guys, as we progress into this winter, and we'll see how things fare out. I know everyone's kind of bracing for it so uh please stay safe seriously um wear your mask socially distance don't go out too much into crowds or anything like that if you can if you don't have to just be around the people that you always be around that's that's how i look at it you know always be around the people that you know obviously you're always around you know like you and i are and you know with our friends and so, you know, it's just, just be safe and just, do, be, just be smart. Wear your mask when you have to and we'll get through it. Yeah. We'll get through so. it. But yeah, that'll end pretty much the episode there. Um, like I said, hopefully this will be the only episode we have to be remote for. Um, and of course, if there is a second wave and it gets as bad as it was, this is going to become the normal again because it feels really weird. Yes, so it, it feels here. weird not it's... seeing this guy across from me, <laughs> across the uh, desk. Yes, so it's kind of like a it's kind of like a throwback for us right now because this is how we first started uh, yep. with our first few episodes. So it's kind of of a, a little throwback. So yeah, we haven't had to speak. do this since like was it like May? I think May. Yeah, something think like that. Episode or... sixteen. I'm pretty sure we did on DoorDash. That was our first one. 
That was, yeah, that was our first, yeah. So we were 20, about 20 uh, episodes together. You know, we, it was about split down the middle. Yep. You know, so. Hopefully this will be the only one. You know, we're recording this on Friday. Um, hopefully my dad will have the results by the beginning of next week. So then next week's episode will be normal and better sounding. Um, yes. I was able to give you one of my mics that I sanitized heavily and then gave to you. Yes. And it's uh, worked worked pretty well, even through what we're doing right now. So Through Zoom, um, <laughs> of course. Yes. But thank you guys for listening. We appreciate every single one of you guys for keeping us motivated to keep striving through these tough times. Exactly. And if you have any suggestions on episodes or anything like that, you can head over to our website, tntpodcast.com. There's a form to submit. If you have anything we, you'd want to see us talk about or just have want to get into contact with us uh, for any reason, you can do that there or emails, Tim McKenna at tntpodcast.com. Uh, and you know all our socials. Like I said, I'll keep you guys updated uh, with what's happening uh, over on our Twitter at tnt underscore pod. Mm-hmm. So with that said, I guess we will end this here. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening, as always. Thank you. Thank and we you. Will... Interrupting me? <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. Peace, guys.